Okay, hello, welcome. This is going to be my podcast. And I wanted to have a place where I could put down my thoughts and share them. You should also know I'm experiencing so many emotions just starting this off because I can hear myself from my ear and I can see... Oh, that's better. I can't hear myself in my ear anymore. But it's weird recording yourself. So hello, welcome. I just wanted a place to talk about stuff in whatever emotion I was in and to share ideas because so many good ideas get lost in the ether. Like, there's so think of how many great inventions and amazing songs have been written but never shared. Like, we could have so many more masterpieces. So, I wanted a place to share my thoughts, talk a bit, understand what life is with people together. Because this experience of life is quite weird, right? Because you get popped out and you come to consciousness. And they all say, hey, like, this is an apple and this is a pear. And then you grow a bit older and you're like, okay, but that pear's made of, like, things and it tastes like this. The sound for apple is apple. The taste for it is that, you know, the taste of apple. Crunches. And you form all these, like, networks of thoughts in your brain. And that cluster of thoughts becomes apple. The supercluster of what Apple is. But then you go a bit older and older and older. And, and everyone for your whole life said the world is like this. You know, these people are good. These people are bad. Is an example. Science says this. And then you learn more and science says this. And then you go to another country. You know, very far away. And the whole reality is completely different. And you realize that you understand 0.000 endlessly reoccurring 1% of the total, like what life is capable of. And then your mind melts, you know. Maybe this didn't happen to everyone, (laughs) but it happened to me. And that's why I want to understand the world and everyone's experience. Because when your mind melts and you have to understand everything fresh, like if I if I knew zero point zero 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 whatever one percent of everything, and there's endless ways of being, then what is the best way to be in the world? And I find that a really interesting question. So that's one thought, okay? And this podcast is going to be. I just wanted to like put my thoughts somewhere. And have discussions about things I find interesting with other people. But my other passions, except for talking about thoughts <laughs> and philosophy and the art of living, include space stuff. I love space a lot. I want to live on Mars one day, and I'm genuinely serious. And I know all the reasons why we should and could. But that will be another episode. <laughs> Okay, so I love space. I love talking about space. I love thinking about humans living on other planets. Loving our planet and loving other planets. I think it's super fucking cool. The mysteries of the mind is a super passion of mine too. Working out how it works. 
why it does what it does. What the frog is creativity and where do ideas come from? I love that. Mental health is huge to me. That's another passion of mine. I am a proud ADHDer. They call it attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. But really, it's worded and named kind of weird because it's not we don't have a deficit of attention. It means that we're not necessarily in control of our attention because our attention is completely regulated by our emotions and our nervous system. And that nervous system is activated by whatever we find most interesting. And so for all the things I found really interesting, I like dive into it so deep and I learn everything there is to learn in these like endless tirades of like six hours of learning and staying up late learning about this thing and it's like becomes the latest obsession and I I love doing that <sighs> so I'm also on the autistic spectrum which actually is a big it has a big overlap with ADHD I think something 10 to 30 percent of ADHDers also have other conditions but that amount has autistic spectrum disorder and what does that really mean I think disorder is a heavy word because really people have also called this Asperger's and it means that you're you're autistic which means less of your brain to me it's like less of your brain is dedicated to socializing like we we miss a bit of that hardware to me and so I've had to like learn how to socialize and learn how to talk not learn how to talk you know but like learn how to be charismatic, learn how to read emotions. And it's been a huge, interesting part of my journey that I think is important to share because it's like everyone else was born with this inner ability to kind of understand the subtext and the autistic mind sees it kind of logically, kind of like a robot. But we pretend to be normal if we're on the autistic spectrum or higher functioning which means we have a part of our brain that we can kind of uh, dedicate to pretending we're normal you know because it's polite but it's very fun to do what they call unmask and you're just genuinely yourself so that's what I kind of love to do on this podcast is to be truly me. Try and be unfiltered as I can without offending anyone. <laughs> this is a goal. And, oh, I didn't even talk about music yet. I I should talk about music. Okay, so you know about my brain now. I love mental health. I'm also a podcast host for this other podcast called ADHDers, who run a crazy good Instagram account helping ADHDers be awesome in the world. So I've been hosting that for about three years. I thought I'd do my own because I love doing this and I really want to be more myself and share my story and my music because I think I've had a, I've had an interesting life. Like other people would say they've had an interesting life, so I can say it. <laughs> Lol. Um, I don't want to sound like a dickhead. Lol. Anyway, the self-judge is strong and it makes me say lol randomly. So that's me. um okay so i also want to tell you about my music but that's the main topic for today i really wanted to share 
how I love music. Music has been a love for me. It's been a refuge for me. It's been something I can do when I sit on my own at night and I feel completely different. I think I, I have this part of me inside that's like a Labrador puppy. It's very uh, playful and silly. But it also means I'm like kind of go like <laughs> my head spinning all the time. Mate, kind of. And I really love to play relaxing music, to be honest. As a huge part of my stuff. I also like playing music, which is the crazy, excited part of me. But there's something about the relaxed part that is just magical to me. And I'd love to explain it. Maybe I'll play an example. Just a quick one. I wanted with this podcast to always have an instrument ready to go. Because you never know when you need to go. But I was just playing this before I started to test the sound. I could just play for hours to be honest I used to lay awake in bed at night just playing to myself and I'd just listen with the lights all dark also how cool is it playing and talking over it don't get this on Joe Rogan <laughs> anyway this is what I do when I want to calm down May I feel blessed to be Blessed to be here today Cause I know I'm blessed to be I'm blessed to be here today How, how cool is that? Not how cool is the sound or look how good I am but like did you feel that? <laughs> Genuine question. Because I do, when I play, I think I do it to, to feel like that. Because it's like, I feel like it's medicine. <sighs> crazy world. There's so much noise out there, isn't there? There's like the crazy news. There's the, the, the box that tells you the sad news. There's the data pad that you carry around with you that tells you the sad news. <laughs> We got to keep up with the sad news. We kind of we have to, but we hear it. I try and stay away because it gets me hard, man. It gets me sad, it makes me feel sad, and that interferes with just focusing on day-to-day -day tasks. To be honest, so I let other people tell me the news, or I see it on Reddit, which is really nice. Okay, so I wanted to tell you my story about music. I wanted to tell you the story of how I kind of got into music because it's because it's like everyone has a guitar in their room, like lots of people do, and they don't know how to play it, or they've learnt one song. But what? How do you? How do you keep it up? 
and why would you keep it up? I wanted to tell the story of why I kept it up, basically. So I have to turn over the page on my notes. I made a huge piece of paper with, with like bullet points on it, stuff to talk about. But I'm going to try and not look at it as much as I can because I don't want it to be distracting. Okay. Ooh. Well, it's not staying up, but I can get over that. If I put this here, does it work? Please entertain yourself. Okay, great. It's working. Okay. So. What the freak? I was a little kid. I didn't play music for like, till I was like 17. I didn't really play any instruments. But there was this boy. And he could play. On guitar. And we were outside the music room one day. About to go in for a lesson. And he played that. And then he played it on another string. And he's like, yeah, if you play it here, it's a, it's a different key. And I didn't even know. No, I didn't even know what a key meant. And I remember feeling this crazy, intense jealousy. And it was, I've got to do that. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to make those noises. I remember seeing my best friend Tom play piano in a, in a, in a sales, in a, in a room. <laughs> Fuck. In a piano room. In a piano sales room. And everyone stopped and listened. And I found that amazing. And, I, and it sounded so beautiful that I couldn't believe that people could make that music. There was one time where we went on a school trip. And we went to this like retreat center. And it was one of the times in the schedule where everyone could run around and do whatever they wanted. And I heard this music, like guitars singing together. And I was so intrigued. I, I heard it. I thought, wow, that's so beautiful. And I, it was this big, like, kind of big house thing. And I looked around for it. I found this room where it was. It was like a big meeting room where we always met. With chairs lining all around the outside. And there were these two boys that were in my class. And they each had a guitar, and they could play together. They were playing together, and I don't think they had before. But they were playing together, and it was beautiful. And I was so intoxicated by that sound. I couldn't believe that two people could do that together. Without even, like, knowing each other. Like, without even playing before. Two guitars could sing together. I don't know, at the time that was insane and I felt that so deep that I thought, damn, I need to learn guitar. I would love to be able to learn guitar. And then I got rejected by a girl that I really liked and it crushed me and I stayed up all night writing in a notebook. How sad I was. And so I kind of swore that I would get really good at guitar so good that she couldn't resist me was the idea of the time i was like i'll get so good at guitar that no one could ever dump me and i would always be loved 
That is genuinely one of the things that's led my whole life for the past 15 years. And so here I am. Many years later. It's been 15 years since then, maybe. And a lot has happened. I decided after, after that girl rejected me to go and get good. And so I started going to open mics. And if you don't know them, there are these things in England where you can go and play in a pub. And everyone gets like three songs and you, and you just can play to an audience. And it's kind of low budget for the pub and everyone gets a good time. And gets to like meet the musicians of the area. And so I learnt a song. And I played it with my friend Tom. We like made a song together. And I just remember being super scared. And I had to do another open mic because I decided to get good. So I did another one. But before I was so scared. Every single time I would be terrified. Utterly terrified. And so began these two years of going to every open mic I could. Doing really badly. Well, I feel like I messed up loads. And I kind of did. And I didn't really learn the songs well enough. But it was kind of thrilling to have this challenge that was so scary. And and it made me feel so strong. And it was kind of felt good afterwards if people gave you nice words after you played. That was intoxicating. And so that became my drug. So every week, and at this, by this time I was at university, about 18, 19, I'd play and I'd play and I'd play, learn a new song every week, you know, and I started to learn more and got better. I didn't get better. I got better at playing, but I got better at messing up and making people laugh when I did, which is a good skill to have. And I got more used to the pattern of being really, really scared. And then playing. And that was a whole portion of my life. So I did so much music at university that I stayed up all night and didn't go to any lectures. So I got kicked out of uni because I didn't pass. And I also wanted to do other things. But I just loved music so much I couldn't help it. I had applied to be a busker on the London Underground and a busker is like a street musician. And to get in, you need to do a big audition. It's not so easy. You have a pass and everything. And I thought it'd be great if uh, I could busk on the underground. I applied, playing ukulele. And I that's what I did after then. For like a long while, I would play two hours once on Saturday once on Sunday oh no that's just twice a week actually I always did weekdays for some reason you had to call up on a Tuesday and book slots and you get two hours slots and I would get a, you could get as many as you want really but I would always do like four hours a week just making enough money for food but I got more used to singing and playing and I think that was really awesome but I was, it still wasn't very good. I would play... I only knew three songs the whole way through, really, by memory and in my head. 
It was like three songs. It was like Little Lion Man. It was Follow the Sun by Xavier Rudd. Gorgeous song. And then it was Here Comes the Sun. Most beautiful song. And I would sing those on repeat for two hours. And people would walk past during 15 seconds little sections of my life I'd be in their life for those 15 seconds and I really loved it actually there was a certain smell that is the London underground that smells like carbon dioxide to me and soot and that's strong but every time I smell it I remember dragging round my amp in a big cow print luggage case and I had a guitar on my back and I could make money on my own and that was an amazing feeling you know and I liked playing for people I think I felt like I wanted to cheer up their day give them a dose of the peace I was feeling when I played those peaceful songs those uplifting songs and that was good that was really good One day, I was chilling in the underground, singing a song, and I was at the end of a really long tunnel that made my voice sound amazing with the reverb. And someone heard me, and they offered me this opportunity to go to France and be a singer in a band. And I said yes. And I lived in France for five months playing in a jazz band where we do these modern songs with a double bass two guitars I'd be playing drums at the front and we'd all wear these really cool outfits like silver suits and gold suits with flowery shirts and we'd play for the people in Monaco all these millionaires and billionaires sometimes on yachts And so this kid who had only learnt guitar like two years earlier was somehow playing in these like amazing places and I had enough money to do one gig a week and live off it. At that that time, it was insane because I didn't really know much guitar. I only really played ukulele. Because ukulele is the best instrument of all time. But. My brain just went blank. I think that's the refresh, I call it. When it gets overwhelmed, it just shut, It just deletes all the RAM, all the working memory. It just gets wiped. I know I was talking about being in France, but France was cool. Yeah, I was surrounded by amazing musicians. It was insane, and I learned a lot from them. They were, like, all from Berkeley or been playing for, like, 20 years as a professional musician, and I felt like the oddest one out ever just because I loved singing. And singing was my thing. I had a good enough voice. My repertoire wasn't even that big. So I had to learn. 
a song every three days or I'd, I'd be, I had to go. It was amazing. I learned a lot of songs and my repertoire expanded loads. But I remember one day I was in front, in, in my apartment there and I was journaling and I was learning another song and I wrote in the corner three of my own songs. And I, I felt this huge pain that I hadn't given them the love. They hadn't, I hadn't given them the attention they deserved. So after that, I went out on my own, man. I left France and we ran out of gigs, but they both worked at the same time. The thought that I needed to move on and do my own songs and I didn't want to give my attention to, and we ran out of gigs. So I started doing gigs on my own and busking doing whatever I could to live. I became a house sitter, looking after cats, and busked a lot. But I busked so much that I would save up, and I would travel. But anyway, that's how I became here. I traveled a lot, playing music wherever I could. And now, Basically, that's the first half of my story. There is more, but it will be revealed in due time. So, I'm so glad you came to join me on this journey and listen to my little story. Thank you very much for listening. I can't wait to tell you and share with you more thoughts because I have so many cool thoughts that I want to share. And stories from things I've seen. Like what living in a meditation monastery was like. And what that did for my brain. Learning to be present and human. What was psychedelics like? And how did they change my brain? Those kind of things. And what living on the street was like. I want to share all of these. It'll help me understand my place in the world. And what I can do with this. I didn't have a career. Like like a typical career. I just did loads of random music adventures. So I kind of want to see what's next. Thanks for joining me on this podcast that is as yet unnamed to me, but hopefully the title is on it now. I love you very much, humans of the earth. Stay shining. <laughs> Should I make that my slogan? Stay shining. Why not? Lots of love. Bye-bye. From Benno.